Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back to the Get Lit with Becky podcast, the podcast dedicated to your development and helping you light all the way up. My name is Becky and I am business mentor, empowerment coach and founder of Get Lit Inc, the home to your business, career and personal development. And I am on a mission to help as many of you as I can shine brighter and access your fullest potential. It is time to shush that inner critic of yours, break through your limiting beliefs and self-defeating behaviors, build up your self-worth, get out of your own way and fearlessly step into your power so that you can build a life that you love and a mindset that will take you places. This podcast is for the dreamer, the believer, the go-getter and the inspired. Let's get lit. Today's guest is global speaker, teacher, coach, mentor and expert in helping people connect back to their soul. Alongside a background of 14 years of global consultancy, Caroline is a mum of two and described as a magic maker by those who work with her. She delivers her powerful teachings through a combination of online courses, private coaching and speaking events and works with a variety of clients from sports professionals, CEOs, entrepreneurs, healers, working professionals, parents and those in the public eye. Caroline speaks a lot about growth and believes that in order to grow, you absolutely do not need to be more of something. And her first book, which came out in June 2022, was called Coming Home to You. Coming Home to You isn't just any book. It's a guide to gently nudge you back to yourself. It's inspiration for times when you can't find your way. And it's a hand to hold when you feel disconnected from your true self to help you come home to you. In this episode, I talk to Caroline about shining your light, coming back into your most authentic self, really aligning back into the idea of who you are, learning to trust more in the universe and listening to your gut and your intuition. Thank you so much, Caroline, for joining us today. I'm so happy to be here. Good. Thank you. So excited to have you and to talk a little bit more. Obviously, congratulations on your book. Um, how has it felt? How has it felt with with launching Coming Home to You? How has it felt having it out there in the world and the whole experience for you? Yeah, it's been a really interesting one. It's funny, the things I thought would be difficult about writing a book weren't. So I thought, where are the words going to come from? What if I get stuck and writer's block? That bit flowed really easily. The bit that I found really difficult, and I don't know whether you found this, was how much it brought up like old wounds and triggers. And I was doing it thinking, what if people judge it? What if I say something wrong? What if I can be criticized here? So the biggest bit for me was that mindset piece Mm. of trying to forget what everybody would think and continually bringing myself back to like, is this of high service? Is it of high service? So now it's out, I actually feel less terrified than the thought of it going out. It feels, I feel really proud. It feels really expansive. And I love the fact there's like something physical because we do obviously do so much when we're service-based businesses that are remote and, and aren't tangible. But having a book out there, I think it's something magical that people have literally got it in their hands, which I love. I think it's so beautiful with the books as well. It's like such an old traditional way of communicating, yet we still crave it. We still love it. We still love holding a book in our hands. And I think it shows like, like you said, everything's so online. I was this, it's, it's amazing how like so many of my friends were like, oh, now I get what you do. It's really serious. Like you've got a book. That's amazing. I'm like, why did I have to have a tangible 
thing for, for me to have achieved. But no, I, I totally get that. I totally hear what you say about it's almost like imposter syndrome. I was obviously writing a book about manifesting and the one thing in life I really wanted to manifest, which was a partner and a family, I didn't have. And I had to keep saying, but that's the point of this. This is the process. Yeah. And then I, yeah. I wrote the book practice what I preached and here I am a year later from launching the book pregnant with with my partner so just Maybe. kind of has made me go a little bit like you know what <laughs> clearly what I'm saying does work but it's a process it's a process of growth but the beauty of your book is a beautiful book gorgeous book like to look at to read and it's really easy I love what you've done with yours which I felt was something I really want to do with mine as well was like you've broken it down and made it really yeah. simple for people to read and to, to take on board each element so obviously the book is about navigating back to yourself especially at times of kind of feeling lost and disconnected and I'd love to just hear from your mouth like what do you mean when you say like coming home coming back to yourself I think like there's a lot of narrative in the industry around coming home and being at home and I think when we write it we understand it but some people who feel lost and disconnected they don't they don't know what that means or what it truly means to come back because they don't maybe don't know themselves so for you what does it what does that really mean yeah so I think that without us knowing we lose parts of ourselves to ego validation to the labels of like mom or wife or father mm. or son or the corporate title or title of entrepreneur it's like the truest essence of who we are connected to like love and soul just goes and before you know it it's almost like you're living your life through other people's expectations or mm. what you've been fed and conditioned by society and it's funny how the book title came to me. It was actually in a visualization. And I saw me standing outside this like big house and all these people coming to the bottom of the garden and I was greeting them. And they all looked like they had heavy coats on and they're like just layers and layers of like gray clothing and like their eyes down. And it was like, my job was just to like help them take the coats off. So it's a bit like that. It's like, you're always there inside of you, but you sometimes lose it with these layers that you add in because of things that you've picked up about yourself. And in its essence, that's what it's about. It's about shedding and releasing all the crap and then really coming back to like, this is who I am at my purest essence. Mm. It's what I desire. It's what I believe in. It's what I'm here to do. Amazing. It's beautiful. And I think, yeah, it's, your like the identity piece I think is really especially for me since coming pregnant I feel like I'm going through a massive identity change right now because I'm like everything I thought I knew about myself business owner like and all the things that I did in my life to make me feel that identity have kind of like been t taken away from me and you you can feel lost is what what are the feelings of someone that what are those everyday feelings that someone might feel if they aren't in alignment with being back home to themselves like what are, how does that show up in someone's life so I mean it's different for everybody but mm. common themes that I see with my clients and I saw with myself is a feeling of being disconnected mm -hmm. being stuck um feeling quite limited often a um a feeling like you're going around in circles like you can't really break the cycles and often I see a lot of frenetic behavior because we're constantly in a quest for more validation. So we are in this like cycle of doing and doing and doing. Mm -hmm. So they're the key things that I often see. But for me, when it really came to fruition, when I worked for, in the corporate world for 14 years, it felt like this niggle that wouldn't go away. It was like something's off something is off Caroline but it was like there was too much fear there was too much like limitations with what I told myself about what was possible for me but it was a niggle that honestly just got louder and louder so I guess if anybody's listening and they're feeling that niggle that something's off and that they're being called to feel what needs to be felt that's usually a pretty indica good indicator that you've disconnected somewhere yeah I'm sure they're up I mean the amount of conversations I've had with women, they're like, I just feel like there's something more. And that was the same, what you just said there, I just sat there and went, that was so for me. I remember being at a train station in my corporate career being like, this niggle won't go away. I keep trying to avoid it. I keep trying to pretend it's not there. I keep trying to distract myself, tell myself no, pretend it's just a voice and like, and it just got to this point where it was like hammering me in the head. And I was like, okay, I get it. Like, so what, can someone do when they're in that moment of feeling that niggle feeling like there's more for them feeling like they're they're confused or the unknown I think the bit that I see with a lot of women I don't know if you see this with your clients as well it's like 
that is overwhelming in itself. Oh, there's a niggle. I don't know the answer to this niggle. Well, that's a great point. Don't try and find an answer and fix it. That Mm -hmm. is not about fixing and finding an answer. The first stage is always observation. Mm -hmm. There is so much power when we can observe. So I would be asking myself, what is asking to be felt? What is asking to be looked at? Not because I've got to solve it, not because I've got to change everything, not because I've got to fix it. That's very masculine energy Mm -hmm. that we're coming at a feminine process with. Instead, it's like, what do I actually need to feel? What's trying to move through me? And that's the best place. If you can start by the observation, then you're able to start forming a deeper relationship with yourself. Yeah. And you talk a lot in the book about forming a deeper relationship with yourself. Mm. How can someone, because I think often, and this was me, the people who are feeling that niggle or are on that autopilot and are working in that corporate world, they're so disconnected from themselves. I know you talk in the book about like tapping into your intuition and listening to your gut more, but for some people when you're there, it's so far removed, like that even just saying to themselves, okay, well, what am I asking to be felt here? Like I've spoken to so many clients where I've been like, I want you to just journal how you're feeling right now. Or like, they're like, oh, how do I even allow that? What's something that they can do to like start that process of really tapping back in and connecting to themselves? I think there is a, a world of women out there who are so disconnected and so um, tapped out of being able to even ask themselves those questions. So I I think one of the most brilliant exercises to free up space, and that's what we're looking to do at the beginning, we're looking to free up space, some of those heavier, denser emotions and vibrations, is to let yourself write a letter from fear. So you can have fear write to you and tell you everything it's terrified of about what you're feeling, what you're experiencing, like big dreams, changes you want to make. You just like let fear really have its say. Because when we do that, it's like we create space for the ego to step in and say, you know, when I did this, it was like, what are you thinking leaving your corporate job? (laughs) What about Creve worked so hard for? Like even the stuff that was ridiculous, like what if you die and nobody has any life insurance policies? I mean, honestly, when I look back, I'm like, the stuff that never mind living but anyway you know so you let fear write to you and then just take a moment go outside like get some fresh air ground take a breath then write back from soul and love that's like I hear you I've got these dreams I've got these desires Um, I know that I want to feel happier and more joyful it's almost like a kind of a desire wish list but I find that really powerful because it's like you're not in that constant battle with both sides it's like one side gets its say and then the other side does and then I would ask yourself how many of the choices that you are making in your life are based on the fear letter and how many are based on the love letter and that is a really really great place to start it's a really powerful exercise because I think like you said you're hearing one side of you you're kind of acknowledging it embracing it understanding it it's much easier to then rationalize with it like oh that's not actually true like I just created that from here or this was born from there that's that's an amazing exercise when how much do you think people do live with them the drive is fear behind that behind oh their goodness, decisions. Becky, Becky, I bet you feel, I bet you see this with so many clients. The majority, yeah. the absolute majority are making decisions and choices based on fear. And the thing is, I talk about this in my book about the difference between surviving and thriving. And for some people, the reality is it is about surviving and they don't have the luxury of choice of thriving. It is them feeling unsafe, them needing to even try and get their basic needs met of a roof over their head and food. And that is a very real energy for a lot of people on this planet. On the other hand, it's an energy that a lot of people subscribe to when their basic needs are being met and they get into this constant energy of like surviving it's like well i'll wait for another day and i'll just get through the end of today and i'll just one more week at work and i'll wait for another time and when we like deconstruct that it's like this fear-based stories around i can't change or it's not possible for me a lot around deserving and worthiness and the biggest thing we have to do is we have to call fear for what it is. It's like a, it's an emotion 
that doesn't go away because we're human and the ego is ultimately there to serve, to serve us. But we need to develop techniques where we see it for what it is. It's very, very connected to the mind and the mind is limited. It's very, very connected to the subconscious and that forms 95% of how we view the world. So we really need to watch the clever ways in which it fixes to things and take a moment and say, most of what I'm calling into my life is through how I choose to perceive the world and myself and what's possible for me. And if I have the lens of fear on, that means that everything is only going to be attracted at a certain level. So that's the biggest thing for me as I see these people come to me. And, and honestly, it doesn't matter, CEOs, sports professionals, people in the public eye, parents, entrepreneurs, it's like this energy that I believe is weaved into the narrative of society of the news of, of work of the education system and before we know it we've like unconsciously bought into the limitations that don't exist for most of us yes yeah, true that is like a story that's been created or told but actually like for me I always say when I left my job finally did it it was the like what was the worst that can actually happen question that made me make the move I was like What's the worst that can happen? Oh, I live with my mom. She does my washing for a bit. But it's really not that bad. I obviously understand, and I've always said this, some people's worst case reality is a lot harder than that. And that's also when they tend to typically be like, but you say, you know, in order to attract what I want to attract, I have to remove like move from the reality that is right now but that is my reality right now I don't have that money to be able to do this I don't have this in my life and it's like I know it's the worst thing to say but I I see this a lot with clients around um when they set up a business a lot of them instead of uh, someone asked me a question yesterday how long should I stay in my 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 company like in my full-time job for and have my hobby as a, like my side hustle as a hobby and when should it become the right time and I, I always say to people like stay in your corporate job for a little bit longer and allow your side hustle to be your hobby because your energy is then about enjoying it about being passionate about it about what can I do next that's going to be really fun and really cool for my business instead of oh my god I've now left my job I've got to prove everyone right I've got to make as much money as I can I've got to make sure this was the right decision and it's fear based behind the, the direction yeah. and the movement of your business you must see that a lot as well yeah it's like people default into the frequency of lack rather than the frequency of desire and mm -hmm. abundance so mm -hmm. it's a very different resonance fear and lack attract things mm -hmm. at a certain level abundance and desire a different one so that's why in many ways it becomes easier as we gather more and more proof that things are working we can align to that frequency yeah, and attract it and attract in. In. but it's that bit you know i can remember when i'm sure you can identify with this but when i left my corporate job I didn't really have that many clients and I remember I used to just I had all these post-it notes behind me at the time on this like glass window and I used to just walk around like Tony Robbinsing it <laughs> you know like chest puffed out I'm a client magnet money comes to me easily and effortlessly but there was definitely a significant point in my business at the beginning where I had to recode without any proof and evidence it was mm -hmm. working and that is the hardest bit yeah but i think that is the beauty of what you just said there is you did it without the proof and the evidence you look beyond the reality of what was and i think for me the same thing the same rule applied i think i did do the same thing and actually people i've spoken to who have thrived or any of my clients they've they've done the same thing you have to remove the limitations of your current reality and have that Tony Robbins moment where you're just blagging. It sometimes can feel like you're blagging it and you're winging it and you're being really irresponsible and really like, but but it always, always pays off, always pays off. I think that's a really like important thing for the reader, listeners to kind of take away there is like moving beyond that reality and having that moment where you've got to, and it works. Like I, I've, I've said a few times before when I found out I was pregnant, I actually instantly for the first time in a long time went into this mode of like, well, it's not about me anymore. I've got to make sure I've got enough money for a child. And how am I going to have enough money to take maternity leave? And how am I going to, well, now my courses need to produce. They need to have this launch. They need to have earned this much money so that I can take. And I, I felt that resistance for the first time in such a long time in my business. And it was so funny because those two months after people for the first time clients were saying no to working with me and like people were I wasn't selling as much and I, I yeah. checked in with myself and I was like you know better than this relax surrender like money comes to you. you you don't need the clients you'll be looked after supported no matter what and that energy shift was so quick it was so quick that 
the last three months I've actually, yes, I've been working with one-to-one clients, but I've slowed down. I've worked less than I have all year and have still had financially abundant months like that have been more so than some of the earlier months in my year. And I'm like, you, you, it's that, how much you think that narrative needs to be changed around? Like it doesn't always have to be so difficult and so forced. Yeah, I think that's the big thing, isn't it? I think we really subscribe to that. And I think I had to be really mindful of that is that I'd set up my business for flexibility and freedom around my kids. Um, And I was finding that I was applying some of those old ways of being to my business, which is like, you've got to be on, it's going to be difficult. And the thing is about the magic really is the subconscious is so clever, you know. Doesn't miss a beat. (laughs) It, yeah, it doesn't miss a beat. It doesn't know the difference between what's true and what's not. So you can use that to your advantage. What you vision and the emotions you identify with and the words you speak, your subconscious just takes it on, takes it on, takes it on. So we've got that brilliant 5% conscious part, which we can work with, but we've got to really get in the back bit here and start using all of the tools at our disposal to reprogram. And like anything, it's about locking in new sets of beliefs. And as I've evolved and grown through my business, I've seen that I used to have a belief. I'll give you an example. This was a real moment of magic. I was about, I reckon it was about a year into my business. I could not get my income in my business over what I earned in the corporate world. It didn't matter. I felt like I was doing the right strategy. Interesting. So I worked with um, a money coach and she said, look, it's, it's got to be energetic. So we did all this energy work. Long story short, we found sitting beautifully in my subconscious was a belief that I couldn't have freedom, flexibility, do what I love and earn more money, like no way. We fixed that within mm-hmm. three weeks. I had trebled the amount of money that I'd brought yeah. in. It's, this is the this is the power of it. Like yeah. it's absolutely extraordinary. Yeah. And I, I love, I love that. I love that we're very aligned. And I, when I like was looking at your book and read your book, I was like, there's so much emphasis here on the energy, on the unexplainable moments, on the magic moments, on the things you can't control. And I think that there's so little room in, in the world for people talking about the things that just happen, the moments that, that, that and it all comes from an, a, a moment of awareness of like, I have that thought. And sometimes it is just the awareness that sets you free because you're like, oh, yeah. wow. And I've got that power. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. It's, I have to tell this story because I've been guided to, I think you'll love it. But this was a real indication for me about just how heard we are. So in our, one of the manifestations I always wanted to do was to move into the dream house that we're in now. And it was for many reasons looking like an impossibility. And I was being told by everybody I'd have to wait a bit longer. Anyway, my daughter and I used to walk to Nursery Dance Road. And every summer there was this one yellow flower, like one yellow rose. It smelled really beautiful. It's like smelled like kind of peaches. We used to smell it and call it our rose every summer. Anyway, I remember saying a year before we moved into this house, when we get the forever home, Claudia, we are going to plant one. The incredible thing is after we'd moved into this house, I hadn't noticed when we made the offer to buy it, but there is a huge rose garden. Oh, wow. And it is full of those exact flowers, Aww. the same color, the same smell. There must be 200 of them. And it just made me think like that moment of speaking it out loud intentionality with the smell like how I felt around it how I must have spoken about it and what are the chances the universe is like right okay we'll stick that in that house I mean it's just it's it is amazing when you get into yeah. it but you've got to start looking for the evidence yeah. that it's happening yeah and then celebrating it when it happens and telling people about it when it happens because I mean I see it so much with my clients at work as well like we'll give them the strategies I do a lot of energetic stuff but I do a lot of strategy based stuff I'll give them all the strategies they'll implement them all but it takes for them to get into the energy or to look at something from a different perspective for those strategies to actually come into fruition I think there's a lot of talk in the industry around like you know you can you have to have all just energy or you just have to have strategy and for me it's like when those two align it's so wonderful and I think what we're leaning a little bit more towards now is like obviously there's a greater power there's a greater connection we have a greater connection with ourselves. and you you talk a lot about in the book um I remember something really sticking out to me when you said something like everything I've written in this book you already know it's already within us what what do you mean by that because I think again people don't trust or believe that they have a 
a greater knowing or a source or a version within themselves that kind of knows this stuff? What, how would you explain that? So I feel for me that everybody is born with this like soul blueprint, this set of codes that exists within them that gives them access to the infinite, everything they need to know, every possible idea, every intuitive hit to move forwards on their life's path. The thing is, we've never been taught how to connect to it. We're always asked, like, what do you think? What do you think? Never how do you feel? Yeah. I use that with my kids all the yeah, time. So like, true. How do you feel? Not what do you think? We're not taught to be intuitive. We're not taught about a world beyond the mind. And I believe that within us, we have this incredible guidance system, often governed by emotions. So we know when something feels expansive, we know when things feel constricted, we we have this internal guidance system that's saying, yeah, Caroline, Becky, this is the right path. This isn't. So when I talk about like the answers are within you, it's like, people you know this you know how innately powerful a wise and infinite you are and we know that as babies we know as children it's the conditioning out of it that's the problem so my job I feel on this planet is let's bring people back to the truth of who they are we don't need other people to tell us you get to trust your desires you get to trust your intuitive hits you get to trust your guidance and your emotions and the more we can empower people and children with that the world would be very very different yeah especially the children right because they're and i do see there's a lot more work being done in like schools and stuff around flexibility is great that's why there's yoga flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too that's why there's united healthcare insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company united healthcare insurance plans offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For you, you obviously talk a lot in the book about this external validation. Do you think that in order to like kind of overcome or stop seeking it so much, that the role is to nurture that version of ourselves, that authentic version of ourselves within and start to really listen to that and get to know that? Then you do you think as a byproduct, you just become less fussed about the validation? Yeah, I think we've got to have, first of all, have compassion Mm -hmm. for that part of us, that ego, the inner child, the conditioned part of us that that is constantly seeking validation from a place of worthiness or trauma or whatever experience it might be. We need to have compassion for that and really observe the emotions that that part of us wants to feel. So we're not, we're always looking here about how we can come away from separateness, which is another thing that we're conditioned with, like we're separate from each other and and everything around us and separate from ourselves. And we want to love that part of us. I think that's important. The next bit is to, to try and go beyond. So it's like a lot of what we have chosen to believe about ourselves in the world is simply an illusion that we've bought into based on a set of beliefs and thoughts and circumstances we've said right that's the way it's got to be and we get in this loop because like I said that's the way that the mind works it connects to things so what I always encourage people to do is if you want a deeper relationship with self have a deeper relationship with how you feel 
rather than looking outside of you spend some time going within so is there any time in your day when like you're not on your phone and you're not distracted and you're not busy and you're taking those moments just to be within even doing things like am I in my head how can I drop into my heart how can I use my breath to go into this place within me and it's in the stillness that that's where the magic lies and I've started using that as a real technique in my business as a strategy it's like the moves are made after connecting in because when I make a move based on should or ego or fear or lack it doesn't work and it doesn't seem to work with my clients but when it's based on like soul and a greater desire to do good and where I genuinely feel like I'm being guided it's like extraordinary what Mm -hmm. happens in the business and my life yeah, that's where the that's where the magic happens. Like I, I say that all the time. It's in stillness and silence that creativity is born. Like I said to loads of people, I was like, right, for the first time in my life, I'm not gonna launch anything before I go off and have a baby. That would be really silly for me to do. Like I'm just gonna focus on my core courses, focus on my one-to-one clients, and and really start to to be still. And everyone was like, whatever, whatever. And it's funny because we've just, we're just about to launch another course, but it came out of complete stillness. It came out of complete like space, peace, quiet, and like taking time out in between the days where I'm with my clients. I have just days now where I just, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to nap. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to sit on the sofa and allow myself to be pregnant. And then boom, idea comes and I'm like, oh, here we go. And everyone's like, oh, I knew it was going to happen. But I do love that there's more awareness of that narrative now because I think we've been living in an age and an era of like in order to succeed you've got to do you've got to graft you've got to hustle you've got to keep saying like you know not give up and keep going and I think those points are really relevant in so many spaces in some capacity but the beauty always comes out of that that moment of quiet and that moment of silence which I guess means that someone has to really truly connect back into themselves and I love that you're saying around um I love that you're making more of a conversation around feeling more because when when I was writing about manifesting for me I was the bit I didn't want to get across was what are you gaining it was how do you want to feel you only want to manifest something in life because you want to feel better you want to feel happy you want to feel more loved so for me you manifest when you get clear firstly on how do you want to feel yeah because the thing is you can call that in now can't you Mm -hmm. you can I was having a couple of weeks ago you know, one of those days in the business where it's just like, ugh, and um, I was really feeling really heavy and down and stressed, all all of the great emotions. And then basically, I was in the car with my daughter and I was taking her to, she's going to senior school in a year and I was driving her and a friend and it was sunny and she was singing and I like looked in the mirror in this traffic jam and she had her eyes closed and I had this feeling of like real bliss. It like literally just came through my body and I remember thinking like that is personal power. It's not based on circumstances, the bliss. It's not based on money or sales or tick, tick, tick. It's based on me accessing a frequency like in the now and that's the power and I think that when we can start having more conversations about the difference between power based on what's happening outside of us and then power because it's our innate ability to be able to connect to it it's it's going to help so many people so how does someone kind of do you think there's like rules and rituals to get into that power do you think it's something that like you said, you just close your eyes and you're there. Like, I, I know your book is written in three parts, right? So you've got reflection, transformation, momentum. What what part do you think that that sits in? Or why do you think those three key points are like so essential to be able to really come back home to yourself? So I, I think a bit in all of them. So I think the reflection part is really noticing where you've come out of your power. So have you given your power away to other people, to circumstances, through lack of boundaries, through the limiting stories you've got? The transformation is really the part of like, how do we create space? So like in order to get back into your power, what do you need to feel? What do you need to release? What do you need to look at? Where do you need to speak your truth, shine your light? And then the momentum is like, well, now we've done that. It's like, how do we move forwards from a place of power? And it's like, well, I connect to my desires. I listen to the truth of what I want to do. I connect to something greater than me. So it's almost like this process that you can take yourself through like layers in order to start accessing it and that's available as soon as you want and I think this is what I'd want to say to all of your listeners as well is please don't buy into a the fact you need fixing so you can be in your power and also the 
you're somehow getting it wrong. Like I would lock in the belief now of like, I just know how to connect into my power. Like it's just going to come. I don't exactly know the, all the details, but I can do this and, and stop seeing yourself as different from the power and know that innately it's within Mm -hmm. everybody. Mm -hmm. I love that because I think sometimes this personal development, spiritual development world can make you, you say it in the book yourself, you you crack open right it's like why did I even start if I've opened up a can of worms never there's part of me that questions sometimes you know when I was on autopilot working in my career unhappy unfulfilled like was it a bit easier because I wasn't constantly looking at all these different layers of myself and wondering whether that was a trigger and looking at how can I you know once you start the journey it's a journey and I think that actually though sometimes that can be what holds you back isn't it like oh it's a journey or haven't reached my final destination or I'm I can beat myself up. I don't know about you, but especially since working as a coach and more so since writing a book, if I'm not feeling high vibe and in those emotions of purpose, fear of purpose, abundance, peace, joy, stillness, I beat myself up even harder because I'm like, well, I know what I'm doing here. I know I'm self-sabotaging. I know I'm living in fear and I should know better than that. And it can sometimes be almost like a, a, a vicious cycle, can't it? Once you kind of embark on it. Yeah, I I like to see it like this duality that we're going to play with as human beings is like when this level of fear comes up for me, which it does, as I'm sure you've experienced at the next level in business, it's like, well, there's going to be a flip side to that. So if I can hold that level of fear, then I can hold the other bit. So I'm continually playing with not like, it's allowing myself to feel what I need to feel, but using the power of intention and focus to build up the energy that I actually want to call in my life and I you know we do get thrown out because we're only human but also I think personally as well it's because we're just at another level of power so it's like well we're going to knock you again and the ego is going to have a go because you're coming out of your comfort zone again and now I've kind of got to the stage where like I've got to be onto something good if this is happening yeah so true so true the, I, I, the other day I think recently I've been feeling a little bit like oh I'm just uh, what like what's next what is this and I've I've in, intuitively it's I keep coming back to have your baby have your baby take some time off and you'll get the answer have your baby take your time off and have the answer and I had this powerful moment I was in the kitchen the other day and I was like this mini little breakdown that I've been having which isn't even a mini little breakdown but where I've not felt as aligned and like centered and really knowing about clarity around the way that I want to go I was like this means I'm on something big and all of a sudden the song came into my head like I'm on the edge and I was like (laughs) glory glory." and I was like that is so weird and it just was like this most it was the most magic feeling of like I came back into trust I came back into surrender and that song just kept coming and I was like aha this is what's happening I've got to tell you this this is so bizarre because when I had my biggest up level today that is the song that came in for me no seriously that's why I've got my mouth wide open when you were saying that I was like (laughs) I cannot believe we're having this conversation so I've got to give that that song I think it's Lady Gaga I've got to give it to you because I put it I remember putting it on in the gym from then on and I've got to that's got to be a universal sign for you that when I saw this big leap that's what came and I think because I've got that at the moment is I can't quite see what's next yeah but then I think that makes you the perfect um it's like candidate let's call it for the universe to say right like Becky Caroline you're going over here because you're not like wedded or locked into Uh a certain way of doing things so yeah, but how funny. How funny. I think for me, it's been this narrative around, like I've had a book out, one of the most amazing achievements. You've had a book out, one of the most amazing achievements. You put that on your manifestation, your boards, six years before you start your business. And you're like, wow, I've, I've made it. I've done it. I've nailed it. If I get a book out and then the book comes out and you're like, well, it was just the next step. And my book is around manifesting, right? Like our books are really similar in their content and like what we're really trying to achieve with women, which I loved when I kind of read yours and was like, know that I was going to talk to you, but also my work is business coaching and strategy and also manifesting and it's very confusing the two are very confusing and I'm like I really want to funnel down to one and it's almost like what's book number two going to be about because Mm. there's so many different things I'd like to talk about and I think it was just such a and again it's like there was a moment of I trust the universe I had no power to play in that I had no control this is like it's all out of our hands it's all out it's all out of my hands we're we're just nets to be 
guided. And that actually, when I think back to writing my book was how I felt. I felt like I was guided to write that book. I felt like I was meant to write that book. Um, or at least in the way that in like some parts, some parts, not so much, but I think it's so interesting that you're saying that. And I think one thing I do really want to touch on as well, because I know there's so many beautiful things you talk about in the book. And that's what I love about the book is that you talk about your, it's not a one trick thing that's going to make you feel whole, complete back home into yourself. And, and that's why, you know, it's, listening to your intuition you talk about stepping out into your power and shining your light you talk about knowing the difference between external validation and internal validation it's like it's a widespread it's like a holistic approach and 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 doing all of those things right yeah that felt really important to me because I don't know about your view of it but I I am concerned by some of the way that the coaching mentoring and healing space can be so prescriptive like look at me I'm higher this hierarchy (laughs) I'm above you listen to what I say Uh you've got to do it this way and I just don't buy into it like I I don't buy into our hierarchy Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a prescriptive way I trust people to know what they're guided to and I say this in the book if something resonates with you and lands great there's a reason yeah and if it doesn't there's a reason and I think can we get that feels really important yeah in this online world is can we get away from telling people like you should do this or shaming them or guilting them or making them inferior instead can we embody power and leadership ourselves, and give people permission to do the same I agree there's a massive difference I agree there. I agree a lot of the women that we work with or I work with and our courses are actually with coaches our new coaches and it's such it's like it's such a double-edged sword for me sometimes I'm like are we just creating more coaches that don't want to do this to actually serve who just keep seeing this like you can earn 5k per month like or do they really want to serve? And I think that that's also great advice for anyone who is listening, who is early in their business as a coach or an expert in whatever field it is, like following your intuition, following your guidance, following why you really came to do this and not making it about like the prescribed element. What should you do in order to get here? What do I need to do to be a successful coach? What do I need to be to have achieved? And actually like, what do I want to do? How do I want to achieve? And one thing I do want to talk about that you do mention in the book is shining your light because ultimately get lit was born out of this about out of, out of me hiding hiding even though I knew I knew I was capable I knew I didn't know I was worthy I knew I was capable but I was hiding in so many ways in my life I was scared to step out I was scared, scared I was interviewing other coaches all the time and kind of dipping in with my wisdom but I didn't really know where that wisdom came from I wasn't qualified to talk about that wisdom it just felt like it was something within me like people be like how do you know that like you're 24 how do you know that and I was like I don't I I just know it. So I was hiding. And so for me, it was such a powerful moment when the Get Lit brand kind of was born because I was like, it's about lighting up. And you talk about this in your book. How do you think people can really get comfortable with shining their light? Because it can be such a flippant term, like shine your light, like step out. Like, how do you think people can become more comfortable with that and actually know that it's safe to, to light up and shine? So I think it's really important. It's about finding your version of it. So this is where it really like, it's about you noticing what feels right and not for you. So there's certain things that just don't feel aligned for me and my business at the moment. And it's not that it's wrong or right, but I don't do them because it doesn't. And even if it was like, you must do this, it's like, no, I don't, I don't work that way. And what I have found with, I was very similar with visibility. I mean, honestly, you'd laugh like, I I didn't put a picture of myself on Instagram for the first year. I had a photo shoot for my very simple website at the time, got my sister-in-law to do it. And I was like in the, in the background, like now you can't get me off Instagram. I'm always on stories (laughs) and doing stuff, but that didn't happen overnight. Like that was a continual and consistent commitment to just moving my edge and turning the dial a bit. So find your own version of it. Like give yourself time and, challenge yourself each day to how you can just allow yourself to be seen a bit more the next bit I would say is before you even get there with shining your light I think it's really important for you to be speaking your truth to yourself about who you are and what you want to say and how you want to be and do work on any of those limiting beliefs that say you've got to be more this or more that or look more like this or do it more like that 
and you find your way. And and where I would finish with that, and this is sort of very high level, is it's really worth looking at why you wouldn't. So I know that I had to do a lot of work around shining my light because I was worried it would make other people feel bad or it would mean certain things about me. And it was really important that I I wobbled some of the beliefs I had there. And, and it's always been a greater context for me, and I'm sure it's the same for you, is the more I lead myself in the space and give myself permission to be fully seen, and that's what I mean by being in your light, like being fully seen for who I actually am, like truly am, the more I give other people permission to do the same. And whether people like it or not, it's moved from an ego exercise of pleasing to a soul-led, how can I serve? And that that really changed a lot for me around visibility and shining my light. Making it less, I always say like, get over yourself basically and making it less about us and making it more about others. And I think the bit I love that you said there was like consistently, continuously doing it. Like I think people forget to make, like we just did a podcast episode on it. Like the small things you do every day and you consistently do them and keep showing up for yourself before you know it a year down the line you've transformed like when I have clients who won't talk on their Instagram stories and we're like okay let's just start with like just talking and then let's start with a picture and let's start with talking and then let's just try and do it every day for a week and then like all of a sudden a year down the line they're like I'm just gonna go live today on my Instagram because I just need to do this I'm like do you remember the girl a year ago who wouldn't even look at the camera like it's just consistency so I, I love I love that piece and I think something that's come up in many of the different topics that we've spoken about I'm sure you and I could talk for ages but we do like to keep them quite short and sweet but like is this idea of finding what works for you you've said it quite a few times in a lot of the questions I've asked you it's like what do you want to feel what do you want to achieve what does visibility look like for you and I think that again that just circles back around to the beauty of your topic around coming back home to you it's like getting to know yourself and getting to know what works for you and I think we're so scared to do that because we feel like we have to conform to what everyone else thinks is the right way I just wish we could all just trust ourselves a bit more I wish we could I wish that we could trust ourselves to know what's right for us to trust ourselves to be able to feel what we need to feel to trust our desires that it doesn't make us greedy or self-obsessed that it's actually universal source working through us to trust our ability to lead ourselves and to make the change and to trust ourselves as like the powerful creators that we are so much of this is about trust and when we're out of our power our trust is gone from that relationship with self to things that are defined by other people and it's very very difficult to live the most expansive light life when when that's the foundation of it so that's a question for everybody to ask themselves is like where am I not trusting myself and what would happen if I did what might change them love that beautiful way to end this episode thank you so much honestly I could talk to you forever there's so and that's the beauty when you write a book like what you've written you cover so many topics from like trusting your gut learning balance like how to survive over the road it's so hard but like honestly thank you and it feels really aligned I feel like we feel really aligned our messages are really aligned um and yeah I guess if there's anything else you want to say to the audience or something you want to leave them with I mean you just left them with a beautiful little statement so if there is anything else you want to say to them please do and please let them know how they can find you where they can find you how they can work with you and um whether yeah how they can contact you oh well, thank you so much for You're having so me i think i'll leave it on the trust piece yeah it was that beautiful felt so important yeah. and i feel i feel that complete alignment with you as well it's a joy to chat to you and all the work that you do and um, so if if people want to find me i'm on instagram caroline britain coaching or I've got my website, which is www.caroline-britain.com. And there's a great free resources section. People can go on. There's about six or seven free courses on so many topics that you can have a look at. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're amazing. Thank you for having me. You have been listening to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast, the place to be to build a life that you love and a mindset that will take you places. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you liked this episode, please don't forget to like, share and review us so that we can keep spreading this light and help 
more women light up together. Every time you share on your socials or with a friend, you help another person find us and help us spread that light further. If you are a regular around here, don't forget to click subscribe or follow. Add us to your libraries so that you can be notified of all of our latest episodes. And don't forget to also check out all that we have to offer at www.getlitinc.co.uk. That is www.getlitinc.co.uk to help you drop self-doubt and truly step into your greatness. From our group coaching programs, work shops, courses, memberships, and our very own Get Lit Community Coaches, as well as tons of free resources aimed to help you excel in your personal lives, entrepreneurial journeys, and in your careers. We have absolutely everything for you. And if you are looking for a coach that is right for you, then don't forget to head to our expert directory. That is getlitinc.co.uk forward slash expert hyphen directory. And you can see our incredible directory of approved coaches ready and raring to support you on your growth journey. You know what time it is. It is time to step into your power, raise your vibration and get lit. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.